keep you little stuff. Okay. <laughs> All right. You guys are listening to Brewery Life. We are back. Back again. Finally. This first time of the year, which is super exciting, as I will say undoubtedly like 30 times for the rest of this episode. So you can get accustomed to that. And I think it's pretty neat that we're kicking off a little different this time. So I am Caleb. I will be the moderator, as always. And we have Ben with us. Hello. Here's the switch up, though. Instead of Brian, we have... Who could it be? Aaron. (laughs) (laughs) Aaron Cox. Yes. Which is very exciting. It is very exciting. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, I can tell. (laughs) Guys, we've been going through quite the banter before we hit... Well, no, we've been recording. (laughs) Before we're going to let you guys hear this. (laughs) It's been a little all over the place, so I imagine this is going to be one of the one of the funniest episodes. <laughs> Definitely be the most fun. Duh. Oh, okay. Well, I'm that's here. a little. That's too much. You'll go back in a little bit. Proper English for <laughs> teacher present. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah. So. Tell us about you. I know. I totally What's just going like on? my brain just shut down. That's all right. It happens so much sometimes. Hey, how's the studio doing? As Dude. I say, good old Bat Cat. Uh, yeah, Bat Cat, for sure. Baked. Baked Cat is, <laughs> you know, starting the new year, trying to do different things, and it's interesting to figure out what you need to do. But it's fun and exciting because we're working a lot more together. Yes. Which I am, like, obviously excited yes. about, but it gives, like, some of my ideas an avenue in which I can explore them, so I'm excited for that. Nice. And aside from that, I'm just doing a lot of watercolors as usual. I saw you painting something for Somerville Dream? Yeah. Or? So Dream has commissioned me to do four themed paintings for their Thursdays this upcoming year. So they're nice. switching things up a bit. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, but it's a little late now. So yeah. Did you get to there pick the go. theme or did they nope. kind of direct you and what they wanted? Yeah. So he told me what he wanted theme and the style of what he wanted. So basically I'm taking like snapshots of Somerville and painting the theme on top of it. Don't Ooh, give out too many details. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've seen some of it on, oh, yeah. on Instagram feeds. See, so. I've been yes. leaking it out a little bit, yeah. but I don't really know if I can or can't say stuff. I, I don't know. So Build hype. I like it. Uh, yeah. yeah. It know, is. It's, it's neat to watch. It's fun for me, at least. So, you know, Baked Cat is doing its thing, surviving a little bit. Do you have to, do you draw those out first, like with <clears> pencil, like the outline, and then go back and... Oh, yeah. Okay. I end up drawing it probably like four times. And then you go back and paint it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so a you're lot. a shader That's what that you're saying is. A shader? Have you seen mall rats? No, probably not Of course I've seen mall rats Wasn't that the whole thing about Banky being a He only colored in the comics He didn't actually draw them Yeah, well See, you can't give shit <laughs> Okay, because I actually enjoy <laughs> the comics And I watch Like I follow a lot of artists Colorists are a big thing You can't give yeah. them shade for that I, I just I can't laughing do at it. the movie. I can't See, I was laughing when you said drawings. <laughs> drawings. Drawings, since yeah. we just watched Simon. Oh, my God. <laughs> I like to think of myself as a very expensive printer. Well, because a lot of times with like commission stuff, I'm just taking like a picture and then I'm just uh, duplicating right. it. Gotcha. So in that sense, I fully agree with you. I'm not even like doing much of anything. Yeah. You're, still, you're so, not tracing it, though. Uh-oh. No, that's true. I'm not doing that. But for us, you're going to come up with original stuff, so that'll be cool. Oh, yeah. I'm very, I'm exci- very yeah. excited. I already have like a little sketchbook of things. Yeah, he won't tell me until he gets the new iPad. And then you're not going to show me? No. Oh, 
It's like buying the shell of a vehicle and then showing it to the person like, hey, I have dreams for this. <laughs> and they're like, okay, can you tell me? I'm like, I mean, I'd rather just show you. I showed you what I made. I made a video of what I made. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great video. It is. They did a great job. I know, but you also, you got a little bit more to show. I've got like a skeleton of an idea that can only be created <laughs> with the proper tools. Okay. Which... Whatever. We will show soon enough. Very excited. All right, enough about me. Okay. This isn't about me. It's not? No, we don't <laughs> want to hear about you. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that could be a little scary. <laughs> well, exactly. Are you sure? But that's exactly what I'm not we sure want. we have enough time for that, but let's give I was going to say, how much? Yeah. How about, what's how our about, time limit? How about a little bit? We usually shoot for about an hour. Yeah. Okay, cool. Hey, can you sum up your life in about an hour? Sure, sure, you know. Um, we, where are you from? Where am I from? Where, how'd you get here? What's going on? <laughs> What's your favorite color? What's my favorite color? Well, everybody knows my favorite color is royal blue, because I'm a Chelsea fan. Duh. That's a dumb question. I don't anyway. actually know that. Now you do. <sighs> now you do, Caleb. <laughs> no, you have to battle. I'm going to write it in my diary. G.I. Joe. I love it. <laughs> so I'm from, I grew up outside of D.C., Rockville, Maryland. Um, that's where I lived for 18 years, and then I went to the University of Delaware, and that's where I met um, Brian Cox, eventually. Um, you know, I studied history and poli-sci. My goal was to go to law school. Clearly, that didn't happen. <laughs> so life got in the way. I decided to do other things. And, you know, I worked for a little bit and then went back to school and went into education. But Brian and I met, let's see, when my se- my senior year, his junior kind of year. So I was a super nerd. I graduated early. So it took me three years to get through college, which, you know, most people take four, Damn. with two degrees. <laughs> Nerd. What the <laughs> heck? So. That is impressive. So, yeah. Well, and growing up outside of D.C., politics and law and everything, that was a big deal. And my dad actually um, is a pediatric surgeon, and he worked with a lot of senators and congressmen. He traveled with them. So, like, when I was growing up, my dad traveled the world. So um, he's a retired colonel. So that's the whole military thing, too, that Ben and I really connect on. So, hmm. um, Yeah. But um, so, yeah, Brian and I met my senior year. I was getting ready to graduate, and he was figuring out what he wanted to do with life. And so we just met at work, and he was flirting with his tutor who had no interest in him. But he'll tell you it's not true. It was. It was hilarious. And uh, I was already <laughs> it. Well, and I was in a relationship anyways with a total douchebag. Um, nice. Yeah, a total, total douche. Um, and then we just... Uh, started dating probably like six months after we met. We were just friends and we'd hang out. Um, our first time we went, like I went to our homecoming game and he was in a frat, believe it or not. Brian's in a frat. I can believe that totally. Oh my God. Brian's in a frat. Um, <laughs> and so we went to his frat tent just because one of my friends was dating a guy who was also in his frat and we went and I went up. I'm like, hey. They had tents? Was... They couldn't afford a house? Well, tents. It's homecoming. They had a house. They I had a gorgeous understand. house. Lambda Guy has a great house at Delaware. You're supposed to set up a tent? Yeah. Because it's outside. You're at the homecoming football game. Mm, okay. So they all have tents set up, and so you go to all the different tents. And so we went to oh, the... like a tailgating tent. Yeah, tailgating. Okay, yeah, I was yeah, thinking sorry. like a camping tent. Right, no, yes, no, no, right. no, 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 tailgating. Yeah, gotcha. they're all tailgating. It's I like got, 11 o'clock in the morning. I got that. Um, and we're all, ta- you know, tailgating. And so uh, Brian's sitting there, and I'm like, hey, man, how's it going? Hey, Brian. He's like, hey, Erica. And I'm like, and we're done. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, this is before we started dating. And I was like, um, my name's Aaron. And I knew that. I knew that. I'm like, whatever, dude. <laughs> Walked away. With my friends, and we went and did our, the rest of our, you know, spiel. So it wasn't until 
probably a couple months later, January, that we actually uh, went on our first date. I asked him out because he was clueless. Uh, <laughs> Nice. Wasn't taking off to the hints that were he wasn't he wasn't getting it. All right, so, hey, some of us need help. Okay, yeah, yeah. he is one. God love him. But uh, <laughs> so I asked him like to go out, play pool, do something, and he's like, yeah, sure. Still didn't even know it was a date, and so I went and picked him up, and uh, he's like looking at me. He's like, oh, like you can see like recognition oh, yeah. on his oh, face, like oh shit. <laughs> you so, picked him up. Well, because I had a car and he didn't. It gets better and better. I'm well, loving this. We lived on, he lived on campus still. Okay, okay. And I have my own apartment with my friends. And so uh, we went and didn't play pool. So I was like, oh, let's, we can go back to my place and watch a movie. In mm, any other 21... And chill. I was going to say, in any <laughs> other 21-year-old guy's mind, they know what that means. Nope. Still clueless. He's like, okay. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah. We That's went fantastic. back to my apartment and watched The Fox and the Hound. Oh, great movie, though. It is a it great a movie. Very good choice. Good choice. Yeah. So, and from there, it just became love. And then I took him out on his 21st birthday in February, and he puked all over my car. Perfect. All over the outside of my car, and then proceeded to tell me he loved me. I'm like, shut up <laughs> and clean up my car. There's no better moment for that, though. Exactly. Exactly. He says it doesn't count because <laughs> he was drunk. I was like, I don't care. You said it first. <laughs> <laughs> Is our story, and on, we're sticking to it. On course, I think, for your, the relationship. Yes. Yeah, on, most definitely. On point. Definitely on point. So that's that's kind of, you know, and then in 98, after I graduated with my degree in education, we decided to move. Well, I decided I was moving down here because I don't like the snow, and I was tired of it, and Delaware had had a really bad snow. <laughs> that I'm like, I'm done. And so I told him, I said, hey, I'm moving. To, I had a sister and brother who were living down here. So I was like, I'm moving where it's warm all the time. I'm going to... Charleston. He's like, okay, I guess we're going to Charleston. I was like, oh, okay. Speaking to your mic. Like that? Yeah, there you go. What? Holy shit. Shit! Okay, we're not not that loud. Ben's had to be loud. No, he says speaking to the mic. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. Proper response. (laughs) Who brought the child? (laughs) (laughs) This is why we can't have nice things. That's exactly. (laughs) It's because I have the crap chair. (laughs) You can move the mic. You can move it. They... What? Holy shit. Holy shit. A whole new world. <laughs> you can lean back in your... Okay, no singing. No got, singing, Caleb. So you moved down here. You guys weren't married yet? Nope. Living in sin. Shame. Oh. Breaking the law. Oh, no, that was not a law. <laughs> so, yeah, we moved We moved down here, and then that... We moved in May, and then of 98, and then in December of 98, we got engaged. That was my Christmas present. was my engagement ring. So, nice. And then two years later, we got married down here. Was he already brewing so, then? No. So he didn't start brewing until a year before. So Patrick's 14, 15, about 15 and a half years ago. And that happened because one of my really good teacher friends, Sandra, um, her husband, Les, was a home brewer. And so we used to have dinner with them. And this was before Patrick was born. So we'd go out and have dinner together at their house or that. And she had a son who at the time actually was 14. So, um, and on the weekends, Sandra and I did the, Sandra organized the plays for school. And so Mm -hmm. I'd help her and we'd organize all that stuff, like the costumes and things like that. So the guys would then brew together. And so that's how we learned how to brew was through less. So. Um, and then that was our kind of monthly tradition as we'd go over and that kind of thing. Cause when he did it in the house, oh my God, it stunk mm-hmm. to the high heavens. Cause he still did it on the stove. Like right. he was doing single, you know, 
like gallon whatever things and mm-hmm. i'm like like i walk in the house i'm like a oh, mother lover are you kidding me again mm-hmm. and he's like what i'm like my house reeks my house is not big <laughs> and so when he cooks on the stove so yeah it was stanky um so i was glad when they brewed it less house because he had a whole like garage set up for it set up so eventually that's what we went to and it went to my garage thank goodness and wasn't as stanky and then i had patrick and so patrick would sit in his bouncy seat and brew with brian like brian would talk to him about what he was doing he's wow. like and then we're doing this and then we're <laughs> like it was the funniest thing to come home to i'm like whatever dude <laughs> but that's so yeah and then as he was home brewing the only rule was because my favorite beer is a stout there always had to be a stout so you can brew as much as you want as long as there's a stout and then of course he found the homebrew club mm-hmm. and so is that low country libations low country mm-hmm. libations found them and ed and dave and the mm-hmm. whole gang and uh brent and everybody and so they um you know, welcomed him in with open arms and he did his thing. And then of course decided he needed some leadership roles there being whatever vice president, whatever. So, but the good thing was it led to him competing with his homebrew stuff. So he would like send all that stuff out and get feedback about what to do better and that kind of stuff. And that led him to doing all his like BJCP. So becoming an official, like a master judge Mm -hmm. and that kind of thing. People don't really understand. It's kind of like, it's a very competitive thing in the the homebrewers association like they to be a judge you really have to the test is just ridiculous oh to be a judge (laughs) yeah to be a judge and then to get like master level and things like that so you know he worked really hard at that which is awesome and then he was a homebrewer of the year twice in a row with the club and then also in the carolinas he was carolina brewer of the year so just and that was accrued by like the points you get from the different competitions you earn okay so he, yeah, we have all his ribbons sitting in a case somewhere. Right. Box. <laughs> well, I mean, the goal was <laughs> to hang them up, but when you got like a hundred of them, what are you supposed to do right. with them? Oh, so, what a problem to it have. It is a problem. I can't. Shh. Look, I'm not artsy fartsy. I can't come up with that stuff. I'll give them to you. You figure something out there. <laughs> oh, Caleb. yeah. All right. Yeah. I'll, I'll get a piece of like wood and just nail it to the wall. <sighs> some other nails and we can just hang them there. Hang them at the brewery. We need more crap at the brewery yeah. <laughs> in the brewing area. Yeah, No. Oh, I was like, that has to be sarcasm, right? It, yes. <laughs> just a little bit. It's pr- that's my love language is sarcasm. Have you not? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I thought you've been serious this entire time. What? It's just every time I talk to you. Sarcasm mm. is my love language. <laughs> if I don't speak to you sarcastically, I don't love you. <laughs> oh, that's, I fully, fully like that. Yeah, See? I'll there you go. Up. It's my love language. It's a good way to do it. So <laughs> how long were you guys married before uh, I came along? Oh, my goodness. Let's see. Well, we just celebrated our 19th anniversary, and you came along, what, six years ago? Yeah, about that. So 13 years? Yeah, and you were a jackass. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right. No, that was fun to watch, because Brian and Ben, (laughs) (laughs) that relationship was amazing. No. Oh, my goodness. They butted heads like nobody's business. It it was funny to watch from the outside. (laughs) Yeah, you were way on the outside then. I was way on the outside, just confused by what was going on altogether. I'm like, what are we doing? Um, kind of thing. Because when Brian approached me, because Brad and you know Ben kind of talked to him and about openness, I'm like, of course, if that's what you want to do, go for it. You know, what do we have to do? What you know, that kind of thing. And then it was, you know, figuring out how much time he was going to be able to invest in all of it while we kept full time jobs because mm-hmm. I need something to pay my bills. Um, so. Uh, you know, I'm not sure it's teaching, but something <laughs> pays my health because teaching doesn't pay anything. But um, so, 
just watching that relationship unfold and, and getting into that was interesting. And so obviously I needed to intervene at some point or Brian was going to self-destruct. Mm-hmm. Um, he was just working too hard. He was, I mean, and, and Ben was too, and their personalities are just so different. Whereas Ben and I pretty much have the same personality. So it was easy to, to kind of be the segue between the two of them so that they could, you know, understand. And then, you know, as always in any relationships, you got to kind of weed out that's not working and figure out yep. what is working so that we could, you know, get to where we are today, which is totally different than where we were five years ago. I could so, definitely yeah. see uh, how your per- perspective probably has changed from being a supportive wife back in the beginning, <laughs> not knowing any of us, uh, right. and be like, get the fuck out. <laughs> Why are you wasting your time with this shit? Well, and we did. We had those conversations of, you know, if you don't like it and you're really not that happy, get out. We, right. don't, we don't have anything invested in this as of right now other than time. So, you know, if, if you're that unhappy and you're that miserable, let's step aside and you don't have to do it. No, I'm not going to quit. And I was like, I don't want you to quit. But at the same time, if this is how miserable you're going to be for years to come, this isn't going to help our marriage or our son or any of this stuff. So, yeah, we had those talks. And because a lot of it, too, was time. I'm like, you're not around. And here I am with our kid and us. And so it was hurting our relationship, Mm -hmm. too. So it was, Mm -hmm. what do we do? How do we make this better? And so I had to have that conversation with him and with myself. Okay, so am I going to step back and realize that I'm that wife that just lets him do this and I've got to raise Patrick and find my own whatever, or do I jump in with him and make this work the right way? So I opted to jump in because, you know, he's my husband and I want to make it work. So this is what he's always envisioned. And it's oddly enough, and several of my friends and high, uh, who teach with me, like it's been our running joke that Brian, cause he'd homebrew and we'd always have a big Christmas party and everybody would come and drink all his beer and that kind of stuff. And they're like, one day you're going to be selling this and we'll be behind the bar pouring your beer and blah, 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 blah. So it's interesting to see that joke now become a real reality mm-hmm. for him. And so, and for all of us, I mean, not just him, but um, to be able to see that and it was, okay, am I going to let him fail at this? Or am I going to be the wife who says, okay, let's go. We do this together, but then you're going to have to understand the minute we walk in the brewery, I'm not your wife anymore. I am the COO and you're going to listen and you're going to do what I say and you're going to, you know, and I'm the only one as Ben can tell you who can talk to him that way. Yes. Um <laughs> And then we leave and, oh, how was your day? You know, and, oh, the COO at the company's a bitch. Okay. (laughs) She probably is. That's what I've heard too. Um, Kind of thing. So us being able to finagle all that, but I, to me, I think it's helped. It's, agreed. you know, to be able to kind of steer the course and get everybody where we want to go and what we want to do. I mean, and all of us have worked on that collectively, but defining those roles, I think have been. You know, and it was, it was a hodgepodge. None of us knew what we were getting into. None mm-hmm. of us have run a business. None of us were like, hey, sure, let's sell let's beer. Let's do this. Yeah. It's right. like a big garage. Let's sell beer. <laughs> Homer Simpson out of my garage. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that episode? That's a good one. Vaguely, very vaguely. He opens a bar in his garage. Uh, <laughs> so being able to kind of, you know, help that vision and guide, you know, and it's still a long way to get. We still have a bigger vision of what we're mm-hmm. planning. So, and I just think excited to be a part of all of it. So, which makes it better. I think if I had stepped back and not been a part of it, there probably would have been some dissension and some, you know, Brian would have had to make some choices that he probably wouldn't have had to want to make. Right. Yeah. It's real nice that you definitely help push it further along. Like you didn't just like back away. It's amazing. It's everything you would right. want, really. Uh, had she had done that, I th- we po- probably wouldn't be here. Yeah. Her involvement back in the day and, and bringing things in, being a mediator, if you will, mm-hmm. was huge. Uh, and at the same time, Mike was a kind of a mediator between me and Brian, too. He's seen the potential that we had, and he kind of, you know, molded us together and 
helped us see the light. And then right. she was the linchpin to really keep it together. Because as time out. went on, I started to realize, oh, Aaron's more, she gets what I'm saying. You know, in the past, I would, you know, I don't want to always disagree with Brian. And a lot, it just took, it took a long time to realize what Brian, how Brian says things and what he means right. can be two different things. <laughs> so you get like a Brian filter. Like, oh, I, I get what you're saying. Right. Well, and his and, communication style is just different. Like a lot of times he thinks he said what he means and he hasn't. You're like, so you have to clarify with him. And so I can kind of be, as I always tease Ben, I'm the interpreter. Yeah. This is what he really means. This is what he's trying to get across. And it's never, I mean... And Ben and I always make this joke too. We're very type A, organized, like lists, like this, like this. And Brian's the type B. And of course, type A's and type B's are great on a team because you need that created, mm-hmm. you know, energy that's flowing and that kind of thing. But you have to figure out how you work as a team mm-hmm. because type B's aren't very list or, you know, right. driven and, and that kind of thing. And so getting him to understand the purpose of your list is to help you <laughs> because at the end of the day, you going, oh, crap, I forgot to do that. Oh, shit, I forgot to do that. With the list, you didn't because it's there. And so he is, like Brian's now a list maker, which is funny. He still forgets half of what's on his list, but at least the list is there oh, um, <laughs> to refer to. But, it, you know, Ben and I being on that same mentality, I think, has helped all of mm-hmm. the team kind of gel and, and get where it needs to be, which is great. Right. So, yeah, that vision that we have initially saw has now started to blossom even mm-hmm. more, which is cool. It's really neat to be a part of. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've seen you a lot more, and the place seems, no offense, That's but fine. it seems to run a lot better. <laughs> it seems a little bit smoother. Everyone, exactly. Everyone seems a little bit happier. Mm-hmm. I absolutely agree. <laughs> and it takes time to, you know, like you said, we, we just figured it out in the beginning. And as we mature, you know, you get better right and just finding out how to put people in the right roles you know uh brian and i were you know i was ceo he was ceo right but it's not necessarily his forte his, the most important thing is to make the beer though mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so how can he try to manage the operations of the brewery and be creative at the same time it's like two different brains oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and his natural brain is to be creative so we had to find ways to allow that to happen because if he doesn't brew beer, we don't exist. We don't, yeah. Regardless of what we do organizationally, mm-hmm. he's got to make the beer. Mm-hmm. So what do, we, what do we have to put in place to support Brian so Brian can do what he needs to do? Right. That's fantastic. So we organize yeah. a little bit. You put people in, you know, where their strong suits are. Which is everything, really. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, you're doing right. that. They're in a happier situation. They can do better <laughs> at what they want to do. Well, it's just so right. natural for her and I that throughout the day, right. it's just our... It's just who we are. So if something happens during the middle of the day, because we still work a full-time job. Right. Yeah. We can manage that and go, Brian's got to worry about brewing. So if something comes up, he's got to brew first, and everything else gets set to the side mm-hmm. until he has time to get to it. And sometimes you don't have that luxury. Oh, no. Right. I mean, we still have to work, but there are times throughout the day where we can take get away to take, take a minute and solve you know an issue yeah yeah and then move yeah. on resolve a crisis right yeah. well and it's funny because you know uh, brian and i had this discussion the other day and i was telling ben i probably talked to ben more in a day <laughs> via text phone mm-hmm. and email than brian i mean especially if it's a day that brian's at, um, at downtown at the hospital yeah i talked to ben way more but it's all business you know it's business but also okay hey you know what book did you read yeah those right. kind of things so um just because that's the day-to-day of how the brewery runs. And he, Brian, doesn't need to be encumbered with right. We don't want him encumbered with any of that. We want him making good beer and, that and we now, can then sell. And his job as a nurse, 
you know, when he's on shift, he's not texting. Oh, no. He's oh, on a 12-hour shift. So oh, when there's things that right. need to get done, I would always have to do it. Because you, I, you, I can't buy there's people's lives online. He can't be preoccupied with some, regardless of what it is at the brewery. Right. It's still not as important as yeah. his what he's doing. R- role in saving people's lives down there. Um, so, again, this is much easier on everybody. Uh, and it gives, it gives him the freedom to, to be Brian and do what he needs to do. Right. <laughs> so watch out, world. Cause exactly. <laughs> Brian's on the loose, everybody. Uh, no, that's exactly what I was <laughs> oh, thinking. Oh, Lord of Jesus. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. But, so, and, and really as her uh, role change over to COO, she also got the ability to brew a beer. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That was very exciting. So Brian came to me um, about six months ago, and we started talking about pink boots because I told him, I said, if I'm taking on this role as COO, I need to know every part of the brewery. I need to know the brewing process. I need to know everything. And although I've helped brew beer at home and I know how to brew beer, the, the technical side of it, to actually do it is you know totally different. And so he's like, well, you know, they have the Pink Boots Society, which is all about women in brewing. He's like, so let's let's go with that. They have their own hot blend, and, you know, they release it every year, and you can come up with a beer. And so I was like, okay. And so I kind of thought about it and thought about it. And then I was like, you know what? I can take the two things I really am passionate about, you know, learning about craft beer and learning, but also teaching. And I can get a group of women, and we can get together, and we can brew this beer, and I can teach them while at the same time learning myself. So that's what we did. Mm -hmm. So on Wednesday, we got together. uh, Myself, Carrie, who's one of our uh, beer slingers, and Dominique, another beer slinger, and then Maddie, who is our our ad person. We got together, the four of us. And before that, we sat down and came up with a recipe, Brian and Carrie and I. And, you know, what do we want to do? And I said, well, it needs to be a German-style beer because that's what our forte is. I said, but I would really like to look at, you know, more of a purity, German purity beer. We've talked about those and that kind of stuff. So Brian's like, all right, well, you're looking at a pale lager then. I was like, Ooh. okay. So so we came up with, you know, some things to do. And I said, and then Carrie, we, you know, we're jokingly like, okay, this is our first time. Blah, blah, blah. She's like, ooh, we should call it virginity. And Brian's like, okay, well, let's make it white then. So playing and all that and... So that, that's the recipe we came up with and um, everything. And then we had some name changes and that kind of stuff. Um, Maddie, again, our rep was like, you know, your, your names are always either just what the beer is, Kolsch, yep. or there's layers and mm-hmm. subtlety to it. She's like, so instead of virginity, why don't we call it Virgo? Which, of course, appeals to me because I am a Virgo. So I was like, <laughs> yes. So I hopped on that bandwagon um, right away. And uh, so we've decided, yes, we have a white German pale lager that'll be released that we made on Wednesday. Um, and it's called Burgo and it's one in a series that we're going to do called the constellation series. And so they will all kind of revolve around the same hot blend with different play on those layers of what we're going mm-hmm. for. So it was very exciting. It was a totally just it in thrilling and thrilling process to do what he does every day. Um, you know, it's funny. I know a lot of it's sitting around and waiting, and that's fine because I have papers to grade. So, I mean, as teachers, we always have stuff to do. There is no <laughs> such thing as downtime. So, Carrie and I both sat there with our stacks of papers. Meanwhile, poor Dominique. Maddie was working on some projects. Dominique's like, what the hell? <laughs> and I'm like, so, which is fine. Um, but just the process and all the steps and how you need to transfer this to here. And, you know, I was telling Ben, I'm like, why is this set up this way? I don't understand. Like, to me, it doesn't make sense. But, you know, in Brian's world and the way the mechanics of things are, it, it mm. you know, it is, the, it is what it is. So um, just really getting to do that process and the physical labor that's involved, too. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it's especially in our system. Yeah. All yeah. manual. All manual. So, you know, but then also getting to talk to the girl, you know, to the girls about, okay, this is how this happens and this is what we do and this is this process and, you know, it's not alcohol yet and it's just wort and we're going to, you know, as soon as we dump the yeast and the yeast is the, you know, protus that goes in and cha- you know, ferments mm. and just being able to educate people about the steps of the process. I think a lot of women shy away from beer because they don't like the taste of it necessarily, but I think there's a lot to it that is appealing to women and mm. you just got to find it. Oh, absolutely. So. Yeah. That is really neat. How yeah. long were you all there to get like how long? So we started at eight in the morning and we were done by six at night. Six, well, about six. By yeah. six, I finally dumped yeast and we finished cleaning because cleaning's a big deal, which, you know, Brian's lucky because Carrie and I are like big cleaners. <laughs> and he's not. So we like clean as we go. Um, but there was still stuff that needed to be cleaned up and, and that kind of stuff. But we were done. Yeah, I pitched yeast around 630. So we still mm-hmm. have to keg it, which we'll do at the end of February okay. to get it ready. And then that was my next so. question. Yeah, and we have a big, big release planned for it. I'm so oh, excited. Yeah. <laughs> so excited. Um, am I allowed to stop? Am yeah, I, go ahead. Okay, so we're going to release it on March 20th, and we have a big Roaring Twenties party planned for it. So we've got, you know, everybody in costume. We're going to release a secret um, word, your password, to get into the speakeasy um, and just transform the brewery into a big speakeasy. I think... Um, The women's movement really started around that time. So I think it's kind of a fitting, again, another layer of what we're doing. The women's movement and women empowerment really Mm -hmm. started around that time after World War I. Again, my big history geeking coming out. Uh, And, you know, I think that just is a great way. And so I've even talked to the girls. And with each beer that we release, we're going to come up with a theme kind of party to do that empowers women. Because that's the other one big thing I really want to do mm-hmm. is really help empower women that, you know, we can be leaders in this industry. It doesn't have to be a male-dominated industry. And there are already women who lead in the brewing industry, but not not loudly and proudly. And they need to. Yeah, because I, it's a lot of hard work and they need to they need to use their voice. Yeah, I fully mm-hmm. agree with that. I don't I can't even come up with a single like brewery or anything else that like I actively know of that has like female brewers there, like constantly doing stuff. I'm sure there are. Yeah, yeah. But I just don't know of them. So, so right. River Dog uh, has Amelia. She's a their head brewer. She's a female. Does a uh, great beer. We've been trying to work with her to to brew, but just trying to line up schedules makes it difficult. Yeah. Uh, Sarah Gale at Tradesman. Mm-hmm. Um, although her husband Scott is one who brews, but yeah, she runs the business. Um. I think Golden Road out of uh, California, they had a mm-hmm. female CEO, founder. Uh, I can't remember the name off the top of my head. And uh, so did um, New Belgium. Yeah. Wow. If there's a f- female founder and CEO. Well, and what Brian and I went to that brewery in Augusta. Mm-hmm. Remember, that was run by the, um, former, oh, yep, mil- yep. the former colonel and her daughter. Yep. Ran it, too. And yep. it was a mom and a daughter. That's awesome. Yeah, there's, there's, the there's some out there. Mm-hmm. Um, a friend of ours, Audra... Uh, she lives up in Nashville, and I think there's a, a female brewery up there as well. Um, I think it might be Mother Earth, if I remember correctly. But, uh, yeah. So they're, they're out they're there. They're out there. It's just a matter of getting them the exposure they deserve. Right, yeah. I mean, I could probably do a little bit more research on my own. You know, <laughs> you could. All you got to do is look up there. women in brewing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'll pop up all over the place. That's right. <laughs> That's right. So, yeah, we're really excited about that release. So yeah, you should just, be good stuff. You have a really good foreshadowing there. 
I do? Why? What happened? What do you mean? You just said, <laughs> said something. Said something? Yeah. What? There's a new podcast coming out? <laughs> Where's the alarms? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, let's go back to that. Let me put a little spotlight on that. Okay. So, yeah. So, Ben and I have been talking, and we've decided that... Um, you know, him and Brian have his thing, but it's time for me to have mine. Mm-hmm. And so why not? Right. Oh yeah. Why not? Why agree. not? So, um, yes, I'm going to start a podcast called women in brewing and it's going to highlight different women and, um, in the brewing industry, but also just in their field and how we can help empower and expose what it is that women do. So really awesome. shining a spotlight on just women and mm-hmm. our lives in the brewing world, but also in the outside world and how they kind of collide and that kind of stuff. I like that because that'd be a, that's a totally different perspective. I was talking about that with a buddy of mine. The different situations that you have to think about, the difference between like male and female. Oh, it's yeah. Like a, like, <laughs> oh, yeah. I never <laughs> would have imagined that you have the thought going through your head at a bar, but okay. That, <laughs> yeah, I can see that now when you explain it a little bit. So I think it'd be really nice for other people to be able well, to... Well, there's been a couple things that she's, uh, you know, as, as many people know now, if they don't, they will. Aaron <laughs> manages the tap room. So all the events that go on there... Aaron usually creates and plans. Yeah, I want to get into that in a second, but go ahead. Um, so she's always had a lot of these great ideas that I, for like, nah, I don't know if we should do that. <laughs> like, I don't think that's going to work. And they always worked. I'm like, all right, well, you know, she's got a good track record. So now when she, she's like, I'm going to try this. I'm like, go ahead. <laughs> I've been wrong for all the other ones. So <laughs> Like the upcoming trivia. Oh, yes, yeah. Fifty Shades trivia. That's what, what I was going to bring up. Yeah. Yes, Ben is still a little reluctant about it. However, <laughs> and actually it wasn't even, it was sitting and talking with one of our regulars, Cheryl, Cheryl, um, and she brought it up and she's like, you should do 50 Shades. I was like, oh, we should. And we could do it right before Valentine's Day because that's a Wednesday. Mm. And we can, you know, coincide with Brian's got a new beer coming out. It's the chocolate cherry sour mm-hmm. Ooh. or chocolate cherry Berliner Weiss. I'm like, we could get, you know, we make it an adults only and we, you know, focus and Ben's like, uh uh-huh, uh-huh. like, go with our, you know, we're family we're focused. We're family brewery. friendly. And I'm like, I know, but it's one night. It's not. So of course then he he went and did his research and talked to several ladies who were like, oh my God, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> and he's like, fun, you know. And then he said, he goes, I'm letting you do it. Do it. Go for it. You know, have your thing. So we've got, you know, Maddie came up with the the poster, which is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, she showed me that. Isn't Did you it like hilarious? That? She's awesome. <laughs> Very clever. Yes, that was Very. good. Well, she made that. Okay, this is the best story too. So she sat there, is playing bingo, and is getting pissed because she's not winning at bingo, which is hilarious. You know, you're 26 <laughs> and you're worried about winning bingo. Um, at the brewery last Sunday, and we were talking about, and she's like, well, we could take this picture, and if we do this, she goes, what if I put a beer there? What if I put, I'm like, go for it. So, you know, it's Christian caressing a yeah. beer. That's awesome. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> yeah. It's perfect, yeah. So awesome. I so. tried. It didn't do, <laughs> no, it we didn't like that. Like, no. Wait, 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 you tried to do the... Caressing a beer? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you did the modeling? It was no, 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 no. Yeah, no, we did to... not like the picture of him versus Christian. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, man, I am so sorry. Know, sorry. What? <sighs> what? So, yeah, so we're going to, you know, give that a try and see. Right now we've got mm-hmm. some good buzz about it. Yeah. People see it. Lots of women seem excited. A couple men have asked if they can come. I'm like, I don't care. Yeah, you can come. <laughs> oh, were they single men? Like, hey, you're going to go Well, your friend last night asked. <laughs> Who, uh, which one? 
Who is at the table with us? Oh, Christina and Brandon? Yeah, yeah. he's like, can guys come? I'm like, I don't care if you want. Yeah, do you know the books? He's like, no. I'm like, then you might not want to come. <laughs> You're going to lose the trivia, though, bud. Well, it's team trivia, win. so. It's team trivia, Always. so yeah. Right. So the team names alone will be phenomenal. That's true. I will not get any of them. I'm going to definitely you will pop not. I've never seen any, any, of, any yeah. of it. I tried reading okay, it Okay, nobody once. wants to see it. I told you the movies suck. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> movies are not good. So Look, I've seen... Okay, let's be honest. How could they have been? They were rated R. The books are clearly X. There's no way you could have had a good movie. <laughs> she said clearly X, but neither of us have read the books. Was it on Pornhub? It's, <laughs> it's literally <laughs> softcore porn. Maybe some, like, it's literally. Boy, Showtime at night in the 90s or yes, late 80s. Yes, exactly. No. Exactly, because you know the running joke is, just so you guys know. So in the book, the guy's a billionaire, like he's a twenty-eight-year-old billionaire, and he's gorgeous and all this stuff, and so he's into S and M, and so he control issues, yeah, yeah, and so of course you know the joke is if this was just a regular guy who wasn't a billionaire and lived right. in a trailer, everybody thinks he's a skater, <laughs> and I'm like. This is true. So, <laughs> They'd so be like, skis. <laughs> Despite his beauty. <laughs> Nobody would be uh, into it. I'm out of that one. So, you know, it's one of those. But <laughs> Man, I feel like one of the biggest things about having a family, Ben, is hmm. to escape your family sometimes. So I think that's right along the same right. business yeah. line. See, that's what this is yeah. for. You're just providing escape. a different family uh, I, look, side. Uh, exactly. I understand. It's all good. And it's right before Valentine's Day. Like, it's perfect. Mm -hmm. And you're boosting the economy in the town by getting babysitters jobs. That's right. (laughs) How about that? It's full circle. See, it's all good. All good. Mm -hmm. You mentioned mentioned a sour beer, though. Yes. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be a chocolate. favorite. Yeah, I I did want to go back to that. I'm very excited for this. It's a chocolate cherry? I know it's cherry sour. Cherry, Uh, and it's chocolate, too, I'm pretty sure. Because we'll have the chocolate-covered cherries. He Mm -hmm. did it last year, too. And we'll have the chocolate-covered cherries. Yeah, I don't like those, but they're gross. What? They're so gross. Ew. How could you even say that? Caleb. (laughs) Is it it the fruit and chocolate or the fact that it's just a strawberry? It's it's a cherry. cherry. (laughs) Oh, see. No, no. Obviously, my head's somewhere else. Chocolate-covered strawberries are one thing. Chocolate-covered strawberries I can handle because those are real... Those are real strawberries that you put chocolate on. Oh, these I are those candy, the candy like, with the the syrupy. cherries that you use okay. for cooking. Yeah, they're gross. Okay, I'm on your side on this one. They're gross, but we'll get those and have those out with the. And so, what's cool is it's a sour, but it's dark. So mm. you know, sours don't traditionally have that dark color yeah. to them. So that's the whole play on you know, Valentine's Day and your dark heart. Oh, most definitely, yeah. So that whole especially yours, Caleb. yours, Caleb, that dark heart of yours. Yeah. <laughs> it was about to be full of beer. That's, That's right. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So Caleb will be at Fifty Shades Trivia with his oh, mug, yeah. <laughs> drinking the sour. For sure. Yeah. At least he still has his mug. He does have his mug. I found out last night about Chris's. I told you. What? It was awesome. Someone lost their mug? No, he did lose it. Chris Pastero. So getting a shout out there, Chris. On the, dropped it. In dropped the it. <gasps> in the brewery. Like shattered it. I like turned around. I'm like, of course it's you, Pastero. Of course. Literally, we found glass everywhere for the rest of the night. It was hilarious. Mm. However, James came to the rescue and James gave him his. Are you serious? Yes. Wow. James Romer, who, you know, oh yeah, barbecue. He, because, you know, him and Jen don't really need theirs. So <laughs> he came to the rescue and gave Chris a new one. It's a good community so. you guys have in there. 
It is. We do have a lot of really good regulars yeah. who come, which is fun. Like, it's a good, and we've developed a great relationship with them, or at least I have. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but they do. I mean, we, we work in an industry, you know, selling beer, which can sometimes be taboo, and Somerville really kind of needed that, that it's not. But having these people here, it's very helpful because you develop that relationship with them, and they like to know Aaron and Ben and Brian mm-hmm. and the people who own the place and are running the place and... So it's good to be able to get out there and talk to them mm-hmm. and be able to joke with them. So Literally running. Running the, the place. Yeah. Because <laughs> you guys have the uh, Oak Road Runners, right? Yes, we have Oak Road Runners. We just had our first outing yesterday. It was a lot of fun. Um, I had, you know, about six people come out, but that's fine. We had a good time. We ran three miles, had a beer, and I've got people who are interested, and now we're going to do it every week at 1030, so I expect to see you there, Caleb. <laughs> So that was our initial plan was monthly. Once a month and then just races. But the group was like, can we do this every week? And I was like, sure, I don't care. I run every day. So which they found hilarious too. Because um, I ran five miles yesterday morning and then went and ran three with I the know. Group. And your caption was like, nice light run. <laughs> I would have died. <laughs> but it's not just running. Like we have people who are running and walking. And mm-hmm. it's more, again, about community and getting people out there. And, you know, when you work out and you exercise, you feel better about yourself. And that builds all of that. And then when you have people to do it with. Oh, it's even better. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you got that support system going, hey, great build job. Each other up. Yep. You know, yep. it, it's just a good feeling. And so anything I can do to help promote people feeling better about themselves. And Where do you run? Where do I run? Like, where do you meet up? Does it so we met at the brewery. Okay. Well, this time we met at the brewery, and we just ran down, really, literally, down Main Street, down to Gum and back around. Mm, okay. So we just did a big loop. Okay. So, yeah, we, um, I mean, and we can change it up. Like, we've got the um, trail isn't that far away. Salmo, we can get there and, and run. But I think, really, it's more about the community. You know, so it's what, it really, I set the club up as a way, again, to build community and positivity and health and wellness and that kind of stuff. And that, you know, just because you're at a brewery doesn't mean you can't still, you know, be you don't healthy. have to get drunk yeah. to be at the brewery. Um, and so I let them decide. Like, they asked yesterday. They're like, hey, can we do this every Saturday? I'm like, I don't care. Sure, I run every, I run all the time. We can run every Saturday. So we will. And then, you know, I was like, there are some Saturdays I can't be here. And somebody's like, well, I'll take over. I'll do it as long as somebody's here. I was like, okay. That's awesome. So, yeah. So, Olivia stepped up and was like, I'll do it. And I was like, sweet. Sounds like a plan. So, you know, they, it's something that people want to do and they're embracing it. Then let's go with it. What's the worst that can happen? You get exercise. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah, bad. we're really yes. excited about that. So, and then. And we, Olivia, who stepped up, she yes. she has her own Instagram thing. Yes, right? Olivia. Kirk the Kirk Chronicles. Kirk, Yep, the Kirk Chronicles. Oh. So, because she's a big runner, too. She was funny. She was, uh, last weekend, Brian and I did the Charlie Post 15K, and uh, she did the 5K, and she's like, but I was tracking you afterwards. I was tracking <laughs> you to see. She's like, you did really well. I was like, thanks. So, which is cool. You know, I don't really like running with Brian. <laughs> I don't, well, okay, let me clarify. I don't really like running with people, period. I put my headsets in, and I do a lot of, like, mindful and try to get my head around. Um, I'm an overthinker. Us type A's mm. tend to be that way, as Ben knows. So I try to get control of that because mm-hmm. a lot of times when I overthink, things go from little to escalated that are beyond. Unnecessarily. Like I've, yeah, I've made it into something that it's totally not. You know, somebody sends me a message and I'm like, oh my God, blah, blah, blah. I pissed oh, yeah. them off and it's not anything. They just were asking me a question <laughs> kind of thing. So being able to help Running helps me with that, and then mindfulness too. So, out your head. yeah, so that's why I kind of don't like running with him because he wants to talk, and I don't want to talk when I run. Um, 
I don't the fact that you can have a conversation while running is just obnoxious. Right. Y'all need to calm down. I know. So he, uh, well, we didn't really for that race. Like he ran like two paces ahead of me because my goal was to keep up with him. So, because okay. he obviously can run slightly faster than I can. So, why'd you say obviously? Well, because he's male and most men can run faster than women. It's proven scientific fact. Okay. On av- like male runner, I mean, just, I mean, not the average, obviously. There I'm are women who could kick your butt. But, okay. So, yeah. Plus, he's taller. <laughs> Larger stride. He's got a bigger stride than I do, Caleb. All right. Well, I'm no longer on your side. All five, okay. th- all five three of me. Okay, slow poke. <laughs> Whatever, Caleb. <laughs> I hit under nines today. I was really super excited. Ooh, nice. Under nines. Yeah. So now I got to set a new goal. 830s. See, now you just got to run faster every time. Mm-hmm. 830s is the new goal. So mm, Cardio. Not my, <laughs> not my thing. Well, you, if, you work out, though, don't you? I see you post I it from time to time. Yeah, I work out a lot, but I don't like doing cardio. Oh. What, do you, what do you do? How do you work out? What do you do? Um, you lift, lift some weights? I do weightlifting three times a week and yoga twice. Nice. See, yeah. I need to do yoga because I need to get more flexible. I'm not very... See, I, yoga gives me the same mind thing that you're talking about with running. And I do cardio every time I'm at the gym. I just don't like it. It's just... <laughs> See, and when I... Well, and honestly, when I started running... So I started running back in April, back again, because, I mean, I've always kind of on and off. But it was more, okay, I got to get myself in shape. I was 40 pounds overweight. I needed to get myself in shape. I needed, you know, just to figure stuff out. So I started, and I hated it. But it was that discipline, you know, Ben... Ben loves to give me books because he knows I read a lot. And so we're all big, huge Jocko fans. And, uh, you know, Jocko's all about, it's all in your head. It's discipline. Like, get your butt up and just do it. So now if I don't get up and run, I'm like, my day is, like, I'm so confused all mm-hmm. day. I'm like, what happened? What? I can't. So, yeah, now it's just part of my lifestyle. But it makes me happy. Like, that's why when people were asking yesterday, they're like, you're going to run again? I'm like, it makes me happy. I'm okay. I don't care. Yeah. Let's go run. Yeah. Reminds me of being a kid. It works. Mm-hmm. You know, when you were a kid, you used to run all the time and nobody said anything. Nobody's like, hey, what was your time? What was your <laughs> You just ran and played. Really? Man, my little brother runs all the time. I'm like, why? Your bedroom to the kitchen isn't that far. far. You don't have to you run. You gotta run, man. I mean, just runs everywhere. Everything. Too much energy. You know, and I grew up, I grew up in the 80s and you were kicked outside all day and yeah, that's okay. what you did. I, I mean, there bad. wasn't, you didn't have a cell phone. You didn't have mm. all this other crap. It was go play with your friends. And so you did. And half of what you did was running. Yeah. Right Smear the, the queer, mall ball. Kick oh, the can. Yeah, mall ball was good. Mall ball. We lived on a hill. So our house was on a hill. So we played mall ball and king of the hill mm. all the time. Uh, kick the can. Dodge sardines. Dodgeball. Hide go seek. I mean, we were the kids who got to play until, you know, in the summertime. Dark. The parents stood, like, literally, we were that old-fashioned. The parents all stood on the curb drinking. Or the mom sat in there. The mom sat in their little garden, you know, the, one of those lawn chairs, drinking their wine or their whiskey sours. The dad's on the curb drinking their Coors Light, Bud Light. And when the sun went down, you heard, let's go, it's time to come in. Yeah. And every kid went, whoosh. Because I'm one of nine, probably that. See, I should have said that yeah. before, huh? Oh, yeah. God. I'm one of nine kids. Important information. Uh-huh. I'm sixth out of nine. And our neighbors across the street were eight kids, too. So... Like a little commune? Yeah, a little commune. I mean, we were, and we're all like kind of spaced age-wise the same ages. So it was built in. You had friends. You just played. That's what you did. So yeah, that's nice. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. So it was definitely different than what it is now Yeah, growing up. Oh, so yeah. mm-hmm. lots of fun. It's so weird now. It's hard to even compare it. It's like way too many different things. Yeah. Yeah. 
Lots yeah. more distractions than there were back then. Oh, yeah. They caught us yeah. how to play, and they could still play video games. Games. Mm-hmm. Well, and uh, the teacher and me, I mean, being able to play <laughs> and do all that stuff, that's where you learned cooperative group skills. That's where you learned how to conflict resolu- you know, resolution, problem-solving skills, critical thinking skills. Hey, I'm not going to hide in this place. This is the place everybody hides in. What's the other? The kids aren't doing that anymore, so those basic skills now have to be taught in school. Because they're not playing hide and go seek and thinking, hey, where is the best place to hide? I mean, that truly is a critical thinking skill. I don't want to hide here. That's where everybody always mm-hmm. hides. Where could I hide? What could I do? How can I problem solve? Oh, I See? just totally envisioned like a PE I just teacher blew your mind, setting I? up a bunch of like barriers with a paintball gun and he's up on the rafters, like, all right, go hide. I can't <laughs> do that. Look, you can't do that. I know you can't do that, but man, that would teach but, kids really, really well. But I mean, and even like I think about um, like recess when I was a kid, there was no adult supervision. Now, I did go to a parochial school, but so there were only like 50 of us in a class, but we were out, we played on a blacktop. That was. <laughs> Our, our playground was a big blacktop. Mm-hmm. The teachers all had doors that went outside, so they left the doors open. Hmm. But they weren't out there. It was a sixth grader in a badge as the safety patrol <laughs> officer. Nice. So you resolved your conflict. I mean, you figured it out. You didn't sit there. And I mean, and there wasn't a whole lot of fist fighting. There wasn't people cussing each other. I mean, there was, but not, not a lot. Not a lot of it. Right. And so, you know, but all of that. So. Oh, the state of education. That's a whole podcast in itself. Don't yeah. get me started. <laughs> That's what I was just thinking. I'm like, what, what have I done? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, what no. have I opened here? I know. Skin Pandora's box. <laughs> See, look, bringing it all back. Yeah. It was a full circle To the Constellation there. series. Pandora's box. So we're getting pretty close to the end if you want to start wrapping up, but I do want to... Uh, what? I know. But this was so much fun. I know, but you're going to have your own. I know, where I can talk Creative control over, yeah. What? Crazy. Right? Crazy. What else we got going on this month? Uh, what's first? Veterans Networking. Yep. Yeah. And the Harley, uh, Low Country Harley. Yeah. yeah. Bikes and Brews. Bikes and Brews. Which is? On Thursday. This, this Thursday. Both, yeah. Both of them are this mm-hmm. Thursday. Oh, so the Veterans oh, uh, Networking, networking event. and the Harley event. Yeah, same, same night. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, Brian Butler runs the Veterans Networking event, and he usually does that like once a month. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. And he really likes the brewery, which is awesome. That's we really, really like him to have. Like, yeah, that's yeah. really smart. I like that. Yep. And then yeah, the Harley Davidson of Somerville reached out to us and wanted to start a monthly event too. So which, what is that going to entail? So beers I, and bikes. Yeah, they they ride <laughs> in the title. Up, you know. <laughs> Mm, if only you could see the look. It's more like a community a group thing for for riders. Okay, so they'll ride together up to the brewery and hang out. We'll have live music. Uh, a guy from work, Tad, hooked me up and uh, put a little band together for us. Awesome. Okay, cool. Getting the band together. Yeah. <laughs> so that's you know Harley was looking for something like that. We said let's give it a whirl and see. Yeah, I mean you guys are practically neighbors. Yeah. 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 yeah and I ride too, so it's. Cool. I always forget that. Yeah. He does. He has Bumblebee in the, the garage. Big old yellow thing. Yeah. I don't <laughs> ever get time to ride it, but I have one. So does Veronica. Well, yeah. You kind of feel obligated now, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Let's see Bumblebee out there. Bumblebee. Maybe. I does love it Bumblebee. Talk to you? <laughs> oh. Take that as another one. No, okay. it's not. It's really not that cool, but. Whatever. Whatever. Whoa, man. I mean, it's a motorcycle. That's pretty cool. It is, but you know. Bumblebee. He doesn't like that we call it Bumblebee, by the way. I don't mind. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Like he's, he looks so upset over here. No, no. He's, yeah. Then we got the Fifty Shades. Yeah, Fifty which Shades of Grey trivia. 15th? 12th? 12th. 12th, because I'll be in Cancun on the 15th, Caleb. Get it together. Oh, wow. Congratulations. Brian's birthday weekend. We're going to Cancun. 
Oh, well, I guess you deserve it. Maybe. Whatever. <laughs> Bring me back some sand. <laughs> no, that's for Ben, because Ben no. loves sand. I hate sand. And I'm going to rub it all over his head. Mm. <laughs> all right, that's what I want then. I want you to bring more sand back for Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Whole bucket bowl. And actually, we have trivia twice this month. We do. We're starting trivia twice now. Is it just going to be like every other week? Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's Except for this goal. month, because Sean does our trivia. Yeah. He's got family in town. So okay. we asked if we could push it up a week, so... It'll, It'll be, be back 19th? to back. Mm-hmm. It'll be back to back. So the 12th and then the 19th. But the 19th is 2000s yeah. trivia. Yep. Get your best boy band outfit out. Come oh, on. I think I'm going to be there for that one. Oh, yeah. Come on. Come I got on. my Britney costume ready. My best together. Which one? Schoolgirl outfit? Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Was there an option? You could do that crazy like red leather one. Ooh, that one would be good too. Or you could just do the sweatpants and bald head look. No, <laughs> absolutely not. Three iconic outfits for Britney. From Britney, <laughs> I could get the the snake. Yeah, big boa thing. Did she do the snake? Mm-hmm. She did. I think the Grammys or something. Something, yeah, one of her. Oh, I thought that was uh, the other crazy one. Ooh, we could get some baby Madonna and we See, could make that's, out. That's kind of eighties. That was the other I mean, crazy kinda... blonde one I was talking about. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Just saying. I'm supposed to see Caleb dressed up as Justin Timberlake. Ooh, in the ba- boy Joey band. Joey Fatone. Maybe Joey Fatone. Yeah, yeah I, can't, I don't think I can pull off Timberlake. Justin. Hmm. He's, he's, uh, he's on my list. Oh, is he? he? Really? Oh, he's fine. Really? Hello. <laughs> he's funny as shit. I'll give him he that. He is hilarious, okay. too. Yeah. Maybe I don't know which one we're talking about. Justin Timberlake? Justin Timberlake. Oh, I thought you were talking about the other one. Oh, no. Oh, Joey Fatone? Yeah, no. I was like, seriously? No, no, Justin. No, I mean, yeah, but Justin Timberlake is hilarious. He, he is. is hilarious. When he's on SNL, it's the best. Oh, my God. Exactly Him and Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon are hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Together. He's a decent good stuff. actor, actually. I was surprised. Yeah. He pulled that off so well. There you yeah. go. See? And the uh, Sour release comes out on the same With time. With Fifty Shades. With yep. Fifty Shades, yeah. So the 12th. All right. All man. good stuff going on at mm-hmm. the brewery. Yeah. At your local brewery. It was a leap day this year. It is the 29th. Brian D is getting married. Wow. Oh, that's this month, isn't it? Yeah, really? that is this month. Brian D, yes, and. Yeah, that's amazing. I so, yeah, it's big stuff. I that's think they're so going fast. somewhere to get married. I forget where. Yeah, he did. He told me. I forgot. He told, yeah, I forgot. Wow. Oh, no. Yeah. He's, he's listening to this right now. Too. I know. He's I'm gonna, sure because he does to all these too. Oh, I know. He, he does. tells he me. Very, he is yes. going to so, just yes. remix. Like, I told you guys. I know you told, he told me. me. I know. Yep. But, they, yeah. but yeah, he's so. getting married. We're banging our heads against the 29th wood. so that he can celebrate. So every four years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he did that on purpose. <laughs> every four years. He actually did. Like they chose it on purpose. Oh, wow. Yeah. It being is, for some reason, I feel like he said he's going to the Caribbean or something like that. Yeah. They go somewhere. They're going somewhere. I forget. That man's always doing something, though. So I yeah, yeah. Brian D's all, all over the place. All over the place. Yeah. So, yeah. It'll be big and, fun. Oh, we should find out this month if he... Or did they announce what? the Somerville Awards? Oh, yeah. Did they announce that? I, I was hoping you would know. We'll have to look it up. We talked a lot about... Google it. January is when... Google. Isn't that when you heard it last time? It seems right. Cause Cause see if you got the best the, bartender. On the last, Ooh, uh, that'd be good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Best yeah. bartender. I feel like you should have gotten an email. You would think. think. Yeah. But then again, (laughs) it took forever for your eyes to even find out you won, like, best beer and all that other stuff. So I guess. You never know. Your track record. Could be. Yeah, definitely adds up to that. We're just too busy working. We don't have time for that. Yeah. I mean, you're doing more important things. Exactly. Than looking up awards. Keeping your head head down. Keep the work going, man. That's how it works. Producing loggers. 
That's right. Getting those <laughs> loggers together. Because so Caleb January really likes 29th. loggers. <laughs> I do. Thank you so much for that. Uh, <laughs> Lovely. Like I said, it's my love language, Caleb. I know. <laughs> With the uh, Himalil, right? Is that Himalele. Himalil. Lele? It is Himalele. Himalele. See, I've been telling people the wrong Himalil. thing. It's hilarious. I have so many That's people. fantastic. Hey, man. That's how dare you? Ever. What? There was no pronunciation guide. We've made it like this is the third year in a row. We've and I have probably been ordering it wrong for three years. We have made Himalaya, yes, numerous times. Good try, Caleb. It's gonna be, no, it's Himalaya now. <laughs> now. Yeah. Thank you. Change it. Brian will be so excited to know the name has changed. It's all right. He usually misspells half the crap. Just change it to E-E-L <laughs> Half the stuff of that's up there, he E-L-E. usually misspells anyways. I have people tell me all the time. They're like, cinnamon spelled wrong. I'm like, yeah, go figure. <laughs> hey, I am a terrible We do that on purpose speller. to make sure people are paying attention. Paying attention. That's what we tell them. Oh, yeah. I understand that, too. I made a newsletter, and so, so, something's always misspelled. Always, yep. Typo central, man. Yeah, I don't even bother trying to go through. I just don't. I'm like, why? Someone else will do it for me. Yeah, and then if it autocorrects it, it's like a totally different... You're like, I that wasn't even the word. I wasn't talking about ducks. Oh, my gosh, I know. <laughs> when are you going to learn, Apple? Apple, when are you going to learn? I really give a duck about stuff. You know, you know how to get by that? Make it a word in my dictionary. Just, yeah, if I let it be a word. What? Wait, how do you do that? Can you manually Not edit? cuss. No. <laughs> you tell oh. me not to use the word duck anymore. That's not an option. <laughs> in my, in my uh, morning... Uh, oh, I, I th- forgot to send my morning message. Oh. Damn, man. You do it after here. Okay. Uh, I, I, made a, I made fuck a contact in my... Nice. That's awesome. So Caleb was looking. Really? So every morning... <laughs> that's That awesome. is brilliant. That's awesome. So every morning I send the... Oak Road team a message and it's usually like an inspirational one and about like getting after it and that kind of thing after my morning run to get them all and then I rub it in that I've run four or five miles and they're all slack asses still sitting in bed (laughs) how nice of you so yes but it's usually like a quote or something that we find that you know just to keep us on the same path and that kind of thing so yeah Really neat. It's a good team. Yeah. Team building thing. So, and anytime I forget to do it, I get crap. I get, hey, where's the morning message? Well, not yet. No, that's what I was saying. I was like, oh my God, I forgot it. So so I was like, ah, somebody's going to jump on me. Actually, no, last time Dave Dave was on it. Dave's like, hey, I didn't seem to think that I. Dave's like, did (laughs) you leave me off the list? I'm like, no, because it's called Oak Road Gang. (laughs) 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 That's my. The subtle way of saying, hey, what are you doing? Catch up. Why is this not on here yet? So. But I'm guessing you're not finding anything over Yeah, it's not on here yet. Okay. All right. Uh, the suspense was killing me this entire time. Well, guess what? You know what? In our oh. minds, we're winners, so that's, that's all right. that matters. He's my favorite bartender. Exactly. If not... I feel like Dominique's going to fight me over that one. I was going <laughs> to say, you better hope you dub that, Dominique. <laughs> She'll be like, what? I know. No more loggers for you. <laughs> Can I get a logger? <laughs> No, I you know him. I know. I asked him. I was like, "What are you thinking?" I think I want a lager. You think? Oh, <laughs> well, I'm sorry that you named one of your beers Somerville Lager, and it was just less words to say that one. I was like, "Well, we got a lot of them, dumbass." I, I did get some people <laughs> comment on him on the uh, on the, the video? Seinfeld video. Oh yes. Oh yeah. Seinfeld. Lots of people like that one. That's funny. Well, the hipster asked for the IPA. Mm-hmm. I was a hipster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what yes, people said. You were dubbed the hipster. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I know. That's I thought that was not funny. Cool. Why? You're kind of hip, sir. <laughs> That's totally a different thing. Oh, being okay. hip and being a hipster is two different things. <laughs> but Brian, Look, he I'm was old. telling me just the other day that this lady, 
like left a review or something or complained about something. She went somewhere else because it was just full of hipsters in this place. Uh, Talking about the brewery. Our brewery? Yeah. And he was like looking over at everyone around just like, uh... Everybody over here is over the age of 35. <laughs> I'm not sure yeah. where you're a hipster. He had, I think he had like some Navy guys just chilling in the corner and everything. I was like, you were... They are hipsters, those Navy guys. Wholeheartedly wrong, lady. Ma'am, I'm going to disagree. So I, for a second, <gasps> thought that she was referencing the that. video. Oh. I was like, don't blame that on me. me? <laughs> yeah. That one was good. Lots of people made comments about that they one. They did. They thought it was funny. And the Bruin one. They like mm-hmm. the Pink Boots one. That's good. Yeah, I like the Pink Boots one, too. Yeah, Chris did a phenomenal... He did that in one day. Yeah, He I sat know. there and filmed and everything. Out. Filmed everything and did it all in one day. I was like, what? I love you guys. Yeah. It's I really stockpiled nice him with M&M's. He likes peanut M&M's. He's a right. smart guy. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite candy, peanut M&M's. Those are the best M&M's. <gasps> Although I did hear it's a nice rival for the pretzel ones. But yeah, that's not happening. I feel like peanut is where I'm going Peanut to. M&M. It's mm-hmm. the best candy ever. Chocolate and protein. All in one thing. There you go. What, chocolate and protein? Peanut yeah. M&M's. Peanut M&M's. Ben yeah. Banky knows. If he wants to get to my heart, he buys me a bag of peanut M&M's. God, now it's just going to be laced with like, okay, what, what's wrong? What do you need? Now, he usually knows what, what time of month to buy me peanut <laughs> M&M's. <laughs> He'll ask. Is it peanut M&M time? Things, yes. The things you learn when you hang out with people exactly. 24-7. We clearly spend way too much time together. Hey, learning how to live better together. That's right. Poor mm-hmm. V. <laughs> Poor V. She gets back next week. <laughs> She's like, she can come back and go, what the hell happened to you for? For three. <laughs> three. Like, and I don't want to be a part of it. <laughs> I was going to say y'all have like crazy hair and your eyes spin, but Aaron, you're the only one with hair. Hair. So, I was going to yeah. say I'm the only one who has it. So. <laughs> This is about as crazy as it gets. A ponytail. <laughs> it's wild. It's crazy. Whoa. Wild and crazy gas. Wow. Back to our SNL references. It's a well, heavy SNL episode. It is. That is. Yeah. It's good, though. I love it. It was a great one. There's too many for me to keep up with. Well, I think we covered it all. I think we covered a lot, yeah. <laughs> and then, and then and some. Yeah. What was the triumph? The episode's called Triumph and Virgo. I know mm. what Virgo is. What's Triumph? Me? No, that you brewed your first beer. Oh, okay. Yeah, success. Sweet. You did it's it. It's going to be delicious. I'm really excited. <laughs> All right. No doubt That's in it. my mind. That's it. Yeah. Thanks, you guys, for listening. It's been amazing. Thanks. You know, you can find us on Brewery Life on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else, probably through Facebook, Oak Road Brewery, Twitter, Oak Road Brewery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, hey, shout out. Leave comments. We'll see you later. We love you. Bye. <laughs> Bye.